Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for June 25th, 2011. And even though we have ants in our pants, or maybe because we have ants in our pants, we're putting the commute in commuter entertainment. Okay, so boy, do I have a story for you. Is the door shut? No, that's not really a story. I'm all ears. It's, it's, you don't say, boy, have I got a story, and then fucking let us down. Yeah. <laughs> you say, boy, have I got a story, and you pitch us a oh, good one. Oh, by the way, uh, just to let everyone know, Andrew's here. I'm here. Thank welcome, you for having me welcome back. Welcome, Andrew. Previous guest host on That's the right. Ride. That's yes, right. It's good to be back. <laughs> um, yeah. Anywho, uh, so I went to, to Tim's housewarming party last night, and uh, when we got there, uh, I hadn't had anything to drink yet, but I quickly got about a beer or two deep. Just one or two. Sure. And I realized that there's no amount of talking your way out of it that will not make you look drunk if you trip on the steps and rip the screen door off. <laughs> Is that what you did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like And it was so Did they stupid. cut you off? <laughs> no, no. Uh, surprisingly, they did not. His um, brand new house. His brand new house. You broke it. Oh <laughs> yeah, it felt God. like such a shit. I was, uh, I was standing out on the steps, and Jeremy had been having a cigarette and stuff like that. And uh, Jeremy said, "All right, let's you know go inside and have a drink and blah blah blah." And so I'm like, "All right," and I stand up, and he kind of walks into the house, but like there's someone standing in front of him, so he kind of comes to a stop. And then I'm already, like, got one foot on, like, ready to go on to the next step. And, uh, and, but there's nowhere for me to put my foot. Like, the whole thing is, like, there are people sitting on it and stuff like that. So I sort of don't put my foot anywhere, and I start to fall backwards. <laughs> and I'm holding a beer in one hand. Sure. And, uh, and you know, kind of like I tried to grab Jeremy, but as I try to grab Jeremy, he steps through the door. And then I'm still falling backwards, so I, I tried to grab the sliding glass door, but I'd already fallen back too far, and I take the screen door, and I just rip it off as I pull myself forward, <laughs> like really oh just, goodness. and spill beer all over the people who are sitting on Did the Did you steps. have the presence of mind to scream, party? Well, I should have screamed party foul, uh, which is exactly what it was, but uh, yeah, so... You know, I'm standing and everyone's like, whoa, are you all right, man? Like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm seriously, I had one or two. I don't know. I just tripped. I'm like, like, all right, buddy, whatever you say, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking, I'm so, I, I didn't, I'm not drunk. I just ripped off a screen door. So did you, <laughs> get, so did you get drunk after that? Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty drunk. Um, but of course, like. And, I heard you sneak back into the house at about 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty late. <laughs> yeah, but uh, wow. but yeah. So I, of course I felt like and I felt like a douchebag because like, and I was trying to do all the things that a drunk person would that do. That a douchebag does. Well, right. you know, it's like like scream party foul at the top of his lungs. <laughs> right, but I didn't do that. Uh, but no, like you know, I was trying to I was trying to make up for it. You know, like by being and, extra nice. Well, no, by trying to like fix the door, you know, because I just ripped it off the track, but sure, it bent down at the bottom or something like that, like so it wouldn't quite go back on the track. And I'm trying to set it in, and everyone's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, man, just leave it alone, just leave it alone. You're gonna make it worse," or something like that. 
And I'm like, fuck you, I'm not drunk. I just ripped off the door. I can fix it. Like, I know I can fix it. And there's nothing worse than, like, knowing you have the ability and everyone being like, no, 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 no. Like, you you clearly had it. No. <laughs> you know, I got a tip for you. you. It's your father. Yeah. I'm going to weigh in and give you a little tip here. When they start saying don't do stuff, yeah. you fucking roll with it. <laughs> well, so, yeah, you're right. I'm too fucked I've, up. Get me another beer. No, but the thing is, is I felt like shit. I ripped off this guy's door. <laughs> no, I understand. I and understand. So, but they weren't giving you the cred. You were making good on the thing. See? Right, was, but was it was it? like, I, I can totally see from how they're, like, from their perspective, it was like, oh, great, he ripped off the door, and now he's going to make it worse, because he's going to try and jam it back in there, and then he's going to break the track, and then, Well, like, I'm curious, I'm curious. What would Andrew do? Well, was his house a total rehab project? No, Was there a way to a nice spin place. it that you were actually helping him get started? Because that's the <laughs> this approach be I might have taken. This would be first Look, Tim, we all know that <laughs> you're either going to have to set it on fire for the insurance money, or this is going to be a long demo process. Yeah. But it's not ripping to be too bad. Well, I, I could just have been like, look, let me be the first to say that that screen door was hideous, and you're better off Had to go. That. Exactly. Yeah. Had to go. Uh, right. Now, was, did he have a nice house? Yeah, oh yeah, it was a nice place, and he just like he just closed on it not too long really? ago. Really? Yeah, he just bought it. I bet you did feel like shit. Yeah, and so of course, like I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to like I go and I try to place the door back in, and the guy who saw me trip. See if his girlfriend lets him have another party. The guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy. Who, Remember the last time we had a party? <laughs> well, oh, that's not One where of your that's not where the party. Friends. That's not where the party fouls. And uh, another girl create did one that made mine look like nothing. Oh, so good. After that, so I felt I'm all ears. Know. But uh, well, but to What'd finish you do? up. Uh, what I was doing was like, so I tried to put it back on the track and the guy who watched me fall and, you know, spill beer all over everyone, uh, is just like, uh, no, 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 dude, just leave it alone. And I'm like, no, 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 I can, you know, because I know I'm sober, you know, I'm not just trying to like drunkenly, oh, it never happens, you know, but, uh, so I take it and I start bending i'm trying to bend it back into place because it's a soft metal and i can probably like bend it back and he's like you're not going to be able to bend the aluminum and i was like yeah i will be able to <laughs> and he's like no 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 just set it down just set it down and then like he pulls me away because he thinks like from his perspective i'm the drunk guy who's going to make it worse right and but i know i can fix it anyway so i ended up setting it down on the side and then I walk inside and the screen door <laughs> falls over on top of Matt who's taking a piss <laughs> inside and he takes the screen door and he just wings it across the yard. Oh my. And uh and so well now How I'm like all right classy. well I might have ripped it off but at least I didn't wing it across the yard and then uh and then Holy so shit. so Matt uh Who does that? That's I'd a jackass so move. Pissed. Yeah. I mean can you Sorry, imagine Matt that's a jackass move. <laughs> I don't care how but, drunk you uh, are. Yeah. But yeah, so well, I think I think he knew. And anyway, so I felt like a dick. So of course I go directly to Tim. I'm like, Tim, I owe you thirty bucks. And he's like, Why? And I was like, Because I broke your screen door. You just you tell and me it, when you it go looked like a thirty dollar screen door. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, Just tell me when you go get another one. Just let me know, and I'll totally like I'll fork over whatever it costs. Just let me know. You know, and he's like, oh, dude, don't worry about it. It's just a screen door, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I know. I still feel like shit. It's your brand new house. You know, I ripped <laughs> off your screen door five seconds into it. And uh, 
And he's like, oh, no, no, you know, don't worry about it. And then we went outside to check it out, and we saw that uh, later, you know, he, he kind of brought it back over from where Matt had won it, you know. and Bent the metal, put it back into place. Bent the metal and went. put it back yeah. into place, and off we went. And I was like, great, yeah, I could have fucking fixed that three minutes ago. Nobody would have been pissed off at me. You know, I wouldn't have had to come clean for anything. <laughs> and uh, What did the girl do? That uh, made what you looked like it, nothing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so later on that night... We're all kind of standing around in the kitchen, and from downstairs, we hear, like, just... <laughs> and we and everyone in the kitchen kind of just looks at each other, and we all go downstairs. And this girl had uh, leaned the Beirut table that they had set up in the basement, was basically propped up on two trash cans. It was a door that they had propped up on two trash cans. And uh, she had tried to like lean on it or something like that, or had maybe tripped and or slipped or something and tried to catch herself on it. But she flipped the whole table over. Oh my! And just dumped all the beer bottles, all the cans, all the you know full cups and everything, just everything on the floor. I have a I have a thing about Beirut tables. You said I have a thing about women at parties. It was a bad it was a bad night for doors. I was gonna say you set up a Beirut table. You deserve what you get. Okay, now on yeah, to me and women at parties. You bring women oh, to parties. Uh, your mic is basically just shoved into your shirt. How does that always happen to you? My mic's right here. Yeah, I know. It's aimed down and into your chest. Hello. I'm coming in loud and clear. Fair enough. All right. Anyway, go on. Well, so the thing is, when was the last time you were truly in stitches at the musings or antics of a girl? On purpose at a party, because I can't remember the you last mean laughing for me. with her as La- opposed to laughing I'm, at exactly. her. Exactly, <laughs> and that's a very key distinction to make. And what I guess my point is, as men, we all always invite women to the party, but it's for a very distinct reason. Yeah, they get laid. Right, and so if they're, that, I guess that, the, that's the thing. You would just not want to have women at a party though, if that were not your goal. When and I'm that, trying to get laid though, everything that girl says is funny. Yes, that's so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are just a stitch. Tell me again about your cat. My sides. That's right. It's the they deal. Yeah. It's part of the deal. Yeah. Fair, very fair. But I'm just, you know, presuming no one was going to be that kind of person at Tim's housewarming party. Why'd you invite women? That's the only thing. I am also off recently well, on a diatribe. Well, there were there. Oh really? Yeah. Oh well, so, then maybe I mean, it's, it's a not play. like it was just purpose. Yeah. Why else do you drink? Why else do you but, pay Beirut? Why? Else, I mean, I true. Like, well, I, I, but here's the thing: I don't like the way they play Beirut, and it, it was it was an interesting thing. Beirut is the like, one with ping pong paddles. That's no, that's no. beer pong, and you play it on like a ping pong table with two What's full cups. Beirut is the ten cup one where you line them up and do a triangle, or you stand on opposite sides of the table and try and sink cups. This is embarrassing to record my lack of knowledge here at party games, but. Yeah. Now I'm clear. Well, I mean, Thank you. you know, that's there in a lot of places beer pong and Beirut are the same thing. Right. Like for instance here it's either or, uh but in like most uh, most civilized places, uh <laughs> Be- Beirut is the actual 10 cup game and beer pong is played on a ping pong table with beer cups uh yeah. and paddles. But tell me uh tell me about your uh Tell me what you don't like about uh, the Beirut. Oh, yeah, they were playing, uh, they play and have played like this for a while with, uh, every time I go over there, they're playing with 
cups of water. They play with they play with ten cups of water, and they don't fill how, the cups with work? beer. They, because they like they just drink on the side, and then well I I guess initially yeah the, that's how I've played initially the idea is that you're supposed to take a drink every time somebody sinks a cup as opposed to just drinking from the cup because the balls get dirty and then shit gets in your beer and stuff like that and usually typically that's the fun of it okay but typically the <laughs> way that it works is you have a water cup and the water cup gets gross and you you know you change it out every once sure, in a while sure yeah 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 cuz you rinse the balls and right and so and that's typically how it works you play with beer and that's how you get drunk playing that Which game just real quick doesn't alcohol kill the germs on pretty the ball? much yeah yeah pretty like much. E even if you did get like but a it's no less gross it's no less gross when you get cat fur floating around in there <laughs> Yeah. In the beer. I mean, it can be bad. It may not be, you know, you may not catch a disease, and but you're going to cough up a furball later I, yeah, on. Yeah, but isn't that the beer? height of irony? Like seeing some guy wanting to be all proper about what the beer is that he's ingesting into his body and seeing the girl he wakes up with the next morning. And you're just like, really? That's where you drew the line? With the beer? That's, that's, that was the point it got gross That's where you? you say nay-nay? Yeah, exactly, right? Well, it, so you I, know, his, 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 his thing is, is if she's worse than a hairy beer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't sleep with her. <laughs> wow. If she's better than a hairy beer, yeah, exactly. it's game on. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, usually the way you play is you play beer in the cups and a sure. water cup to wash off your balls. You can also, you can also clean the ping pong balls in there, too. Sure. sure. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the water cup is for the next morning when you have sure, to sure. wash off right, your balls. Because exactly. uh, you don't want to catch nothing. But isn't, um, I mean, isn't that why everybody goes to every party? Like, do people really go to parties for other reasons? Is there another what? reason to go to a party? What? To end up with a girl? It's to yeah. Be, yeah. Well, it's to but that's the laid. thing is when you have a girlfriend going to parties, is one, a lot less Seems fun. to me there's two right. reasons to go right. to a party. You're going to hook up with a girl. Right. Or you're going because you're sick of your girl and you need to get out of the house. There's that, too. Yeah. Now, well, and there's like the, I mean, you, there's the sub reason, which is if you're going with your girlfriend, you're just going to have a good time, drink a little, and see your friends. I no mean, such thing, Francois. It's an urban myth. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's right. If there's not get this time, ur urban you for showing myth. me the light. People do not go to parties to have good, wholesome fun. Let me tell yeah. you this. If there's no chance in the world I'm getting laid, I don't even get up out of bed. I mean, it's not to say I get laid every day. Don't get me wrong. Sure, sure. Not even close. That but if there's the no chance in the world. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That is an interesting perspective ah, I'd, like to, I'd like to explore. <laughs> and, and perhaps you could go further with that. Because if you think about it, that is, you know, anyone who's, well, I don't want to go there. But I would think that that yeah absolutely in a lot of ways that's what gets people out of bed in the morning. Yes, right? yes, that is the that just, is what that eating. I mean, eating, sleeping, and fucking those are the reasons, man. Those are the reasons yeah. for doing everything. That I and I would argue that's why you bother to eat and sleep. Right. <laughs> so uh, so you can fuck. <laughs> um, so you're rested up and well fed for the fucking. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, they play with water cups, and that's kind of weak to me. I mean, you don't. You don't get drunk playing the game because you. The, while the idea is to get the girl drunk, right? Right, uh, but the, yeah. while you're playing the game, while the theory is, or the you know, the goal is, is that you're supposed to be drinking every time a cup is made. You're just fucking not. You know, you're just not drinking and you're playing the game. 
you know, right. and so it takes it takes the drinking aspect. It's out like of the game. Playing, it's like playing, you know, gentleman's poker or something, right. where there's no, you know, where you're sure. playing matchsticks. Yeah, and but you know, and and the thing is, or dry and, and It's a great thing if. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great thing. <laughs> God, just go ahead. It's a great. I'll thing. I shut my mic off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great thing if. Uh, Oh. It's a great. Oh, Francois. Oh, Francois, your mic's all up in your shirt. Is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm back. So, uh, it's a great thing if you're if everybody has to drive home, you know, and everybody wants to play the game, but everybody's got to monitor their buzz at the same time. But we were. But at skip the game. I mean, exactly. It's a drinking game. Yeah. If you don't want to get drunk, don't play you the know, go game. Sit around, go sit around the table and chat and monitor your buzz. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fucking A. I, yeah. I, and just because pussies want to play the game doesn't mean you have I to mean, pull it down well, for well, me. Well, let me put it to you this way. It's not fun. No. It's, <laughs> it's hardly even a good game. Playing the game. Playing, you know what we should you do right now? You take the drinking now. aspect out of it, and it's just throwing balls into cups of water. <laughs> You know what we should do right now? What? Stone Cold Sober. We should come up with the next greatest drinking game. It's right here easy. in this room. No, no. That hasn't been thought of before. That, okay. in fact, is innovative. I don't know where I'm going with this, but we should do it. You know, uh, uh, Ken of Manpacks. Of Manpacks. Ken, uh, Say it. Ken, Manpacks. Ken, my bride Carol, and I uh, used to watch Deadwood. And every time they would drink, we would drink. Okay. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. That wasn't bad. But that's not totally original. I think people do that. They, You know, every time... You can uh, watch Family Guy and drink every time there's a flashback. Right. There you go. <laughs> that's pretty good. I bet I think people already do that. Oh, do they? Yeah, there's the Hollywood Babylon drinking game. Which is? Uh, every time uh, Kevin Smith says, and whatnot, uh, you take a drink. <laughs> and every time Ralph Garman does an impression... You take a drink if uh, I think it's you know there, there's a whole card and I'm probably getting it well, wrong. We can take a like, drink every time I say lion's share. I yeah. like that. I don't know if you say it often <laughs> enough to make that a good game. I'll work on it. All right. You just gotta weave it in more. You sure. More catchphrases. That's right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, every time Ralph Garman does an impression, if uh, you know, I think if Kevin approves, you finish your drink or something like that. If he doesn't approve, you take it. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. It's, you take two drinks. That's too complicated. Three drinks and I'm done. That's like <laughs> that's like drinking chess. Yeah, drinking at a certain chess. point the yeah. game goes out. The yeah, way. I've seen that. Yeah, we used to sell it at Ashley. I actually bought. I actually made it. I handmade a set for a buddy of mine who's uh, a well-known alcoholic. And um, <laughs> and, and if was, he wasn't, he is now. Yeah, and, and way, he, to, that way was, to enable. Yeah. I'm right. <laughs> I found the best gifts are ones that do not, in fact, go against the grain of someone's but personality, rather go but with rather go you with know, it. You know, a lot of things are like that. Like, you know, good business ideas. They're ones yeah. that typically go with the grain, not so against there, the grain. There are two things I want to do. The first, I want to give my offer, my discovery on what makes the perfect gift. But then I wanted to ask you a question about, because you said something earlier this evening. You were like, I... God, I hate, and then you said businesses or something about businesses. I was going to ask you what you meant by that. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Perfect. The perfect way to give a gift is to is to give someone something that they have to have, but they, they hate spending their money on. 
Absolutely okay, hates like, spending the money. Give me a for instance. Gas card. Oh, yeah, okay. That's the gift everyone can respect. But nobody, because, you're not going to get laid given a gift. Yeah, and... Fair enough, but you're not always giving... Oh, wait, like, you are always giving a gift to get laid. <laughs> I forgot about our previous discussion. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason you give gifts is to get laid. That's a very good point. Yeah, but, but I mean, I mean, it's true you could give, like, your, your best bud, and that would be a good gift. It's, be, it's the way to give a gift. Yeah, I don't but, even but think, that, no I don't way even you think can... that's a particularly good gift. I mean, yes, why not? Right. Why not? Well, that's that frees up a hundred dollars for you that uh, you would uh, rather okay, spend on all right, yourself. All right, but y you and along with I'm sure many other people, you see the money as fungible. Mm -hmm. if most not, people don't even. Most people are running into their dictionaries right now looking <laughs> up fungible. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so like you see a hundred dollars saved on gas as a hundred dollars you can spend, uh, you know, on popsicles, on popsicles and uh, glow in the dark condoms. Or, or you say like I'm going to give you a hundred dollar gift card and you're going to take that hundred dollars and you're going to go buy a DVD player. No, or I didn't say gift else. card. I didn't say gift card. Gas card. I said gas card. Right. Because you have to spend the gas money. Like, you have to spend this. So, for example, let's say you need something for Sam. Yeah. As a gift to you on your birthday, if I go buy that for you so that you don't have to spend that money, now you have that much money to spend on yourself. And you're going to know better than anyone what you want. Yeah, but that's the thing. Is like It's not going to seem as gifty. Because yeah, I'm gonna because use it's second. There's a second. There's a there's a middle. There's a middle stage. People don't. It's true. People don't do very well with middle stages. They don't understand that. Yeah. You know? So it's like you get me the gas card, and I'm like, okay, all right, great. Now I don't have to pay for gas. And you know how I spend that hundred dollars? I buy. Oh, I pay. No, I you buy pay your bill. You pay your bill. Coffee. You don't yeah. spend a hundred. You you don't even think of it like that because you're not thinking. Well, now here's a hundred dollars. You're not thinking it's a win. Yeah, you're not saying like, oh, well, here's $100 I don't have to spend on gas. I'll go spend it all in one place, or I'll go spend it on things I like. You just keep living your life. Yeah, like if you come in, like here's something you, know. you could do. You could like call up my mortgage company, and right. you could send them $200 in right. my name, right? Right. And then I, that would be all of a sudden I'd have $200 more. Right. But the thing is it would go into the general fund. It's like politics. It goes into the general fund, <laughs> so, and then it just so gets, What you're saying is this is why I've never been laid for my gift giving. For your gift giving. For your right. gas right. card giving. But I will come out in. Once again, I will come out on the side of gift cards, of which I'm a huge fan, and I'll tell you why. There's a couple of reasons. But gift, gift. Well, well, I can imagine your affinity for gift cards, but beyond aside that, from the fact right, that I, right, no, exactly. but it has nothing to do with that actually. But, but it, it's it, how it corrals you into spending it in a, at a certain place. Well, you can do a you can do a Visa gift card. So you can okay, do, you can do gift cards that are which is just cash. Essentially, it's cash, except that it seems you can't, nicer. You can't buy. It's hard to buy pot with them. Yeah, like you can't buy your drugs with them. A lot of friends that would have. Well, a, that's not necessarily true. It's not completely true. It's just like EBT. You can buy your pot with EBT. All you have to do is trade it for Cheetos <laughs> or something. Right. But, uh, but what oh, I'm saying is, crime. it's more difficult to spend it on your drugs. But, but here's the thing about gift card giving, and it's becoming much, much more popular. I've been reading the statistics on the thing. It's, it's the key thing about it is, is that. I go out and I shop and I say, uh, you know, I think I'll get Andrew this sweater for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so I go and I spend $60 on a sweater, put it in a box and I give it to you. And you get it and you say, oh, thanks very much. That was very kind of you. And, you go, and we get home and you go, it's a fucking shit sweater. I'm never going to wear that. <laughs> and it's not even, I mean, what the hell? The guy doesn't even know me. Look at that. It's, it's not even the right color. I don't Who wear that. $60 I, on a sweater? I, I don't wear burgundy. <laughs> and uh, so, 
so anyway, so so and there you go. And that's the way a lot of gifts go, you know. And, yeah. and some gifts, you know, if you really know somebody really well, you can probably buy them a pretty good gift. But most gift giving takes place between people, and I'm including siblings in this, who don't know each other that well. Okay. I give my brother Cole again. I, I don't know what the guy's into. You know, I I mean, I I like him. I know him. I you know he's you know he's he's my brother and 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 but I don't see him every day, so I don't know what he's into. I don't know what he doesn't have. What he doesn't does he have a teapot? Does he not have a teapot? Would he like a tea? Does he drink tea? I, I don't know. You know, so it's a, it'd be very hard for me to give. Or were you separated at birth? No, no, it's just it's not that. You know it's strikingly just, little about your own brother. Well, no, well, I know well, a lot. Of, well, I know. Yeah, and there's a, there's a pretty big age gap between. There's you an and age Cole. gap between, okay. but but it's not it's not a matter of your. I mean, it's just that I just don't know mu that much about his daily stuff. Okay. So like, I know he plays hockey. But he probably has all his hockey stuff, right? Yeah. So like, I know that about him, but I'm not going to go out and. Like, I mean, buy what are you going to do? Helmet. Yeah, what are you going to okay. do? Buy him a puck? Right. I mean, yeah, he probably right. has plenty of pucks. Yeah, or whatever. Puck off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so I, you. you know, so I, so I know him. I know him, and I like him, and I want to do something at Christmas time. But, but giving him a gift is is largely impractical. Now, if, now, if I knew him, and even my brother Matt, who I'm, who I live closer to, it, you know, I, I, I'd be hard pressed to pick an actual gift. For him, nice. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I know he's into stuff, just like I know Cole's into stuff, right? So, but I just don't really know. And what that's exactly. where the gift card comes in for you, right? So, okay. so in other words, now all of a sudden, my gift money—they they say that on the order of about sixty percent of gifts. I like go how you hold the pillow in front of yourself go, while you adjust your sack. Go either, no, no, no. Either. It stays there. It stays there routinely. It's just I don't know why I like the. I just do. No, whatever. Yeah, I think whatever. I'm growing my stomach. I'm going to grow feel, my stomach to the protected. point where I actually yeah. feel belly that I can do this. If you, you, you feel vulnerable, you can tell us. This is a safe area, by the way. This is a safe area. Right? Um, your exes don't know where it is. We hide the advance. It's not published. Yeah. Nobody knows you're going to be here until after the thing's recorded, and then it's too late. <laughs> uh, so... so yeah, you were going on about gifts. Well, so I was just saying that, that they know that about 60% of gifts either get returned or just go into the closet, go unused. Sure. Right? So this increases the amount, but we know already that 20% of gift cards never get redeemed. But that means we've, we've made our money that much more productive mm -hmm. if we give a gift card than if we give an actual gift. Just sort of statistically. Now, obviously, if you know somebody really well, it's kind of lame to give them a gift card. Yeah. Well, and, and has society shifted in a way or where a it's now – it's <laughs> no, I swear to God, it was like the Andrew, best gift I ever got. Andrew, what I'm saying is here is don't give, gift gift don't give me a gift card. Don't give me a gift card. Oh, man. I'm, spell I'm it out so for you happy for your upcoming wedding. You guys are both going to get one. Gas cards. Gas cards, <laughs> baby. And that's how you know he loves you both. That's yeah, how that's you know true. I care. Yeah. Um, you think society's kind of changed, so now it's completely okay to tell people what you spent on their gift, or because it's because they know inherently. Well, That's an interesting thing because the gift card has been so you know it's there's no veil there. I know that like last Christmas, I remember this gal. She was in the store 
uh, I think it was the two days before Christmas. They're very close. Mm -hmm. And she found out what her boyfriend was getting for her. Mm -hmm. And she said, and he got me something really expensive, really nice. And I fucking got him just this little shitty thing. I got to up the ante for it. I'm sorry, just real quick. And this is not in any way to uh, to rib on Homeport. But she was shopping for her boyfriend in Homeport to up the ante. That's where, that's, we were, you know, I mean, I, I don't but know. I mean, people she, on, she loved Homeport. So she right. right. So she came there. And I think this right. is my exactly. issue with it. Like, well, I know. It? Your I head? Know. It's not particularly a boy store. So it's she, not. But, but clearly she was out of her mind a little bit. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I think I actually sent her somewhere else. Like, I think I said... It's like, you don't want to be here. You if, want to be yeah, at Best Buy. I, and if anyone well, wants to see thing. an example of the Christmas spirit, it's Mark Bouchette saying, like, look, don't ruin your relationship with a <laughs> spatula from Homeport. <laughs> Not worth it. it. Beaded curtains? I don't think so. I don't think so. But, uh, but I think I did send her somewhere else. Okay. I think I said, well, you know, I think I sort of slowed her down. She was frantic. I mean, she was frantic. Really? And I said, listen, what's your boyfriend into? Hey. Lady, oh, you know relax. what I did? You know what I did? She, he was into cooking, and I got her some really nice knives. Oh, okay. But okay. But that's the thing. Like, I slowed her sure. down, and I said, "Listen, what's your guy like? What does he do? Does he go out to clubs? Does he cook? Does he like music? Does he?" She was like, "I don't know. I do play? most of the talking. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I should have. <laughs> not a very good girlfriend. <laughs> he wears a lot of sports shirts. I don't know what Douglas, that's about. That's it. That Douglas. It's now. I wish I'd listen to what my grandmother told me when I was young. Yeah. What'd your grandmother tell you? I don't know. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, so so I sort of slowed her down and said, "Look, what's he into? Does he like to?" Go? She said, "He loves to cook. He he cooks all the time for me. It's good, you know." Mm -hmm. I said, "You know, get does he sounds like you're uh, does sounds he, like you're not good enough for your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have does he <laughs> <laughs> getting you amazing gifts, cooking you for all cooking you cooking dinner? All the time? <laughs> this guy sounds awesome. What's his number? He's probably out of your league." <laughs> Just I may give him, there. I give him a call. You know, I, I think the best him. thing you can do for him for Christmas, break Dump up him. with him so he can find someone better. <laughs> yeah. We left her. We left her. We left her happy. Yeah. But, but so so the price of a gift, that's an interesting thing. Like, I think it wakes people out to some degree. You know, some what? people get bent out of shape. Like, for example, well, for one thing, some people can spend more on gifts than other people. Some people just have more disposable income. Sure. No harm, no foul. Sure. At what point in a relationship do you think that's fair to take into account? Uh, you know, the first month you probably don't know what the other person. Well, I think means if somebody has a lot of income, and it, and you're early in a relationship, I think it's a bit of. A, I think it's one thing to like go out together and spend a lot of money, like so to go out to a restaurant sure. and, and you know you're paying, so so you know it's expensive. You rent a limo there, you got you take an airplane somewhere, whatever it is that you do, and spend a whole lot of money, and uh, and so that you can get so you well can get laid. and good and well <laughs> laid that night. Yeah, right. But and and spend all the money you want on them. Uh, sure. But when it comes to gift giving, gift giving is a bit of an obligation. So there's like an obligation to return. So and like this chick was, being, did you just fucking squeeze off a? Did you? Are you baking brownies over there? 
Uh, <laughs> we are in a small room. Oh, Jesus Christ, and the no. fan's going, oh, we're going <laughs> to... The fan is churning the air. If it starts to smell, we're pausing this, we're going outside. That's all right, we may have back. to stop anyway, because... We're uh, coming back when the green well, guy you have a hard out. You a have hard a, out, really. Yeah, that's what we call it in the recording <laughs> business. Hard out. <laughs> and, uh, and i got to go take care of Sam until he goes to sleep. This is not anything like a hard on, is it? It's... No. It's a hard okay, on good. that's out. Good, because yeah. that, that would explain the pill. Well, he's got you know a, what a hard out would be? Can I just, you know what just occurred to me might be a hard out? <laughs> Wait, where's your phone? We could have just, we could have just <laughs> redefined why I had just tell you guys when it's not recording. No, go ahead. No, no. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. What were you, what were you going on about? Oh, I'm not, no, no, no. I'm going to keep this one to myself. Uh-huh. All right. There you go. You, you must. <laughs> there you go. Um. But that's uh, uh, so so so. I think you can be oppressive with your gift giving, and especially early in a relationship. Later on, eh, whatever. Yeah, you know, everybody she, knows what's what. She, she makes knows you what money is to you. you buy her camera, and it's so. oppression through gift giving. Yes, could absolutely. You, <laughs> you there's lots of that's ways. That's the next major civil movement reparation that's, kind of argument. Yeah, you, know, you have to be careful. You got to be careful. You, next thing you know, you're gonna have to be. <laughs> Ponying up for shitty <laughs> gift givers so that they can equalize the gift playing field. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be gift subsidies. Oh there's going to be gift subsidies. Oh, gift subsidies. That's yes, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you're going to fill out your tax form. I can only afford to give $20 gifts, and they're going to send you a little bit. But if you give $50 gifts, you're going to have to pony up some. Perfect. Yeah. That's right. And what's the limit? Like 25 I think, I think 30, so. 30 bucks. <laughs> no, but I, I do. I think you can. I think, you know, by giving somebody a, a big gift like this chick mm-hmm. was, it was probably fairly early in their relationship. I, or I she, I mean, or she could just be stingy beyond belief. No, because if she was stingy, she wouldn't have cared. She would have been like, man, yeah, that's fuck, true. I win. And she wouldn't have, <laughs> and she wouldn't have gotten in the knives. <laughs> that's, well. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, no, she would have. She would have found a way to justify it. Stingy people find ways to justify things like that to themselves. <laughs> I'm being frugal. He's being foolish with his money. I'll get a great gift. Yeah. He'll get right. shit. Kind of the same way I justify it when you have to buy me a three dollar orange juice. Right. When you come see me at the warehouse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting more than what, three dollars. What's worth that? You come to joy. You you come to come to see me. Well, that's great. I was just about to. Watch. Oh, and you're paying. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> How convenient. Yeah. Oh, your timing is perfect. Yeah. Uh, so what were you saying about business? Something I said about business? I, you said something like I hate – aren't businesses the worst or something like that earlier at dinner. I can't recall what it was. But I, I thought it was an interesting path you might want to go down. Uh, now I'm not sure what I was well, referring we'll, to. We'll have to save that for another time. I guess so. We're going to take a break. All right. All right, fellas. Break time. Break time. And you're on. Yes. Um, so, uh, downloaded that uh, iPhone game, Tiny Wings. Tiny Wings? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, is it fun. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, just a whole new way to kill time. You've done it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so why, what's good about it? Well, I mean, the, the whole deal is that you're just trying to get as far as you possibly can, you know? And so the, the replayability is infinitely, you know, you're fun. Just trying to get further than you got just last trying, time. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, and the point of it is you. 
you're a little bird and you touch the screen and it makes it, it makes you go into dead weight and you drop down faster. Okay. And then you let go and you flap your wings a little bit and you get some air. So, I mean, you can really do it so that you fuck it up and, you know, you're not really going anywhere. Or you can get, like, on a really good run and you're just like... Uh, well, I believe it was uh, Spock who said, uh, the greater the mind, the greater the need for play. Okay. Well said, Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I was at uh, City Market, Chitty Market. Sure. Oh, speaking of which, I saw the latest episode of uh, South Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shitty Shushi. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, they, the, a Japanese guy opens up a uh, Shitty Shushi. Right next to uh, Shitty Walk. Sure. And they go at it. And they go at it. Uh, very funny. You should check it out. I will definitely check it out. Um, but, uh, so yeah. Funny at- show on TV, Style Park. Yeah. Funniest show on TV, yeah. bar none. Oh, man. The last four or five episodes, they're all on Hulu, and, uh, you know, so you can watch them. But uh, they are very funny. Very funny. The, there's one about penis sizes. Sure. And, uh, they calculate it using uh, some like absurd formula because uh, Randy is like, see, it's not really the size that matters. What you're really looking for is angle of penetration versus uh, you know girth versus dead weight versus you know, and then like he comes over, <laughs> and that equals your TMI. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, very funny. Uh, check that one out too. But, uh, so yeah, I'm in Shitty Market, and uh, I was looking around. You cannot tell the dudes from the chicks in that place. Uh, you sound like, uh, you sound like uh, Fred McMurray from Father's no- Father Knows Best uh, as he uh, moved into the 60s. What? Oh, you can't with the long hair these days. You can't tell the men from the boys from the girls. Well, I mean, I'm talking more about the homely women more than I'm talking about the girly-looking dudes. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Although there are some girly-looking dudes. I mean, it's just a mishmash of, like, questionable sexuality and stuff like that. That's a funny place, that place. It it attracts a very uh, sort of... There's some freaky-looking people in that place. It attracts neo-hippies. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, I mean, like, just, first of all, the dread count is through the roof. The tattoo is very neo-hippie. Yeah. It used to be biker. Now it's neo-hippie. Yeah. What happened? You know, there's still a huge low-life component to it. Yeah. But that is, it's, it's, it's separate. Sure. You know. Yeah. Uh, but there's, but still low-lifes love their tattoos. Yeah. But now there's a hippie component that's not low life that gets tattoos too. Yeah. He met a girl out there with a tattoo too. The future was wide open. Alright, we better stop singing before we gotta pay somebody something. Yeah. Uh, Good point. So, uh. Sing one of my damn songs. So. (laughs) Yeah, we're not gonna pay us. Um. Except with love. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, in uh, in City Market, just looking around, and man, it is. I mean, it was ridiculous. I couldn't 
spot one person over a four and a half. I, I find I don't like to be in that place. Maybe for very long. one person. I don't like to be in that place because I feel like everyone looks at me like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're not weird. Oh really? <laughs> you know? You're not sort of. They're granola. like, where, you're, you're where's your granola? Where's now? your where's your dreadlocks? Where's your Birkenstock sandals? Where's your uh, where's your burlap pants? Where's your? <laughs> <laughs> you're not a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. You don't seem to be a. Uh, you don't seem to be into the co-op. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It is very cliquey in there. Yeah. I, I I just feel I feel totally out of place every time I'm in. Yeah. There. Well, no, I'm definitely when I'm in there, I want to get out. As fast as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, and it sucks because it's the only grocery store downtown. There's nothing yeah, else. I mean, it, you can go to the Rite Aid and get a bag get of chips. Get some welfare groceries. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do they have at the Rite Aid? They have, like, pre-prepared dinners in the freezer. Really? Yeah, like, you a know, like... Dinner? Yeah, like lasagna and, you know, stuff like that. Chicken pot pie, probably. Sort of like TV dinners? Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't have like a uh, like uh, it's Swanson's. Like those, it's like those new things. Yeah, they don't have Swanson's frozen. Where it's like chicken a la king and a. Yeah, they got like the lean cuisines and the yeah. Right. Okay. Or you could get wrong. I think that was my favorite line from your song, but you sing it different sometimes. What? Yeah, we got Swanson's frozen alibis. <laughs> but you always say TV. You say TV tray. Swanson TV dinners. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you say in your song, you say. Well, I read it, and when I read your lyrics, I always learned it as Swanson's Frozen Alibis. Yeah. But sometimes you say you say TV Dinner Alibis or something like that. Oh, TV Tray Alibis. TV, yeah, TV Tray Alibis. Right, yeah. yeah. And I was like, Swanson's Frozen Alibis is so much better. Yeah, it is it just better. just off the tongue easier. Yeah. They made a joke about Swanson's TV Dinners in uh, Family Guy. Oh, really? Well, because the you know Joe is Joe Swanson. I think I stopped saying Swanson's because I wasn't sure people would get it. People, people get it. I mean, it's still a popular. It's still out there. Well, I'm going back to Swanson's. Then. There you go. Yeah, and and I figure that's probably yeah. why you did it. But like, I mean, if you saw it in a Family Guy episode, you can be sure that it's at least referential enough so that you know the three wow. the three people who know what it's Swanson's TV dinner were, were laughing <laughs> their asses off. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Well, now, now you've settled it. I'm going back to Swanson's frozen alibis. Yeah. Good enough for uh, right. Seth MacFarlane. Good enough for us. Good, that's right. Yeah. What, was the family guy you saw? Yeah. All right. They were making some joke about, uh, you know, like, if he messes up one more time, he's going to be a Swanson TV dinner or something like that. You know, I've never, you know, I've never like recorded that. that song. You've never recorded that song? we got to record it. Yeah, because I I could lay it, down a sick drum beat. I that. wrote it uh, just when, you know, Eric and I worked on it. Right. And he was just sort of getting ready to... To ship. It, he was getting ready to shove off to uh, dump his dump his uh, fiance and head to the city. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. What the? F- nah, I don't even care. Uh, I was I was gonna ask what happened there, but it was so long ago, and, it all went and I realized how uninterested I was. It all went south. Yeah. Um. But uh. But we wrote some actually really good songs together, and. And he had a good voice, and uh, we we were doing that was sort of the last song I brought mm. as we were working together, and then he bailed, so I never recorded. You know, I right, recorded right, all right. the other stuff with him, but I never recorded that one. Yeah, yeah. And well, uh, we do a pretty good rendition. We of do it. a good. We should. Well, let's it record it, and we'll uh, we'll put it in the podcast. Excellent. End up on the website. Oh, there you go. Yeah, now we're talking. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, oh. 
while I was at the city market, I saw there used to be, and you would see him around town, and, uh, you know, like I'd see him at the Olive Garden every once in a while, and it, they, they, they lived locally, but there were these two girls. They were twin girls. They were both pretty cute. Like, you know, I'd say really cute. Twins, Basil. Tw twins. Twins. And they were always hanging out together. And they were always hanging out with this one dude. And I was like, like, first of Austin all... Austin Powers? <laughs> no. Uh, but in my mind, when I would see them around, I'd, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, why just this one dude? Like, there never seems to be... It's not like they're... I don't know. One of them was clearly dating the guy. And I got to be. I was thinking to myself, but you couldn't tell which one, right? And I was thinking to myself, and neither could he. Neither could he. I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, right. so I was thinking to myself, I'm like, how weird must it be for this guy to be like dating this girl and have her identical twin sister uh, just kicking around with them all the time? You know, that'd be weird for me. Sexy baby. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's where your mind goes instantly, but. <laughs> Uh, but I was thinking it must be weird on a certain level as well for him, you yeah, know, especially true. out in public. You know, he's like, well, you know, what you don't think of is you don't think of twins as two separate people, right? Yeah, you don't. No, uh, identical twins, fraternal twins, right. fine. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. identical twins, you don't think of them as two. Well, separate yeah, people. because I mean, uh, Michael and Stephen are they're fraternal twins, right? And they're two completely, you know, like, sure. just yeah, yeah. like oh, right. brothers, you know, you how always, far apart are but you? Identical oh, well, twins, we were born on the same day. Identical twins really? are, you know, I think according to the to the Constitution, they're considered a person and a half. A person and a half. For, yeah. for census purposes. Well, uh, so anyway, so they they were always hanging out together. And just recently, and I've noticed this because I, I'm always seeing one of them now. So they've stopped hanging out. And I don't know what... It just got weird? Oh, I don't know what happened. I'm kind of curious, you know? You, like, need to, you need to make friends. Yeah, I don't know, but but I saw one of them, and I don't know where the other one. I I don't see the guy anymore, and I don't see one of them. So I assume that the guy and the one he was dating have like moved away or something, leaving the other one behind. And the other one has been getting weird looking, like just uh, you know they both used to be kind of. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of who I could uh, compare them to. The Olsen twins? No, no, they weren't blonde. They were brunettes and with brown, like dark brown eyes. And uh, uh, if one of them ends up listening to this podcast for whatever reason, please I, write in and let me I know. I don't uh, know uh, many twins. Yeah, so, well, so, but she's like gained weight. And she's clearly not taking care of herself very much. Really? It's like, as soon as the other one was, like, gone... That's because the half of her that regulated the food and uh, had all the brains is gone, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, like, because... Because they're not really one person. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what the Constitution says they're, about it. They're not really separate people. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the one who the one who left took her, you know, uh, self respect with her. And, wow. And the other one has been getting, uh, yeah, she's put and on. Where do they hang out? She put on, and it's a shame because she, they both like they were both really cute girls, and now it's just one of them is just. Where do they hang out? Well, I would see them. Andrew knows them, or at least knows of them, because uh, they go to the same gym. Uh, he does. 
and he was like, yeah, they're kind of snobby, and I don't really talk to them or anything like that. And uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, but, but twins. And he was like, yeah, but they're not nice people or something like that. Or they, they, they seem stuck up a little bit. And I can't attest to that, but uh, but the separation happened, and now one of them is suffering. <laughs> That's all I knew. Uh, Andrew took his heart out. Yeah, he said a hard out ought to be when you uh, <laughs> when you when you out a gay when person a gay without person. their permission. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a hard out. That's a hard out. I told him a hard out was when uh, you just look over there and go, "You're gay." <laughs> that's a hard out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, not to be confused with a hard on, which is something entirely different. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally different. Yeah, which uh, I'm glad I don't have because I'm wearing pajamas. I'm glad. Hey, look, we're in the room alone (laughs) together. I'm glad you don't have one either. Yeah, it's always embarrassing. (laughs) I watched uh, I watched The Breakfast Club the other night. Yeah, and uh, there's that scene where the guy like they're sitting at the table, you know, and they're all kind of just it's the montage of them just being bored and nothing really going on. And there's that scene where he kind of like takes the hat and he. Puts it over his lap and stuff like that. No, I because seen. he's he's getting a random boner. No, I <laughs> you, seen you don't that. remember that? No. Oh, it's a part of the movie. He's like he kind of like adjusts his pants and he's like which which guy? Uh, the nerd. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. And he kind of takes the hat and he scoots it onto his lap and he's just you know trying to avoid <laughs> eye contact. What's that guy's name? And uh, I can't remember his name, but he was in. Uh, he became. Uh, he was playing nerdy characters for quite a while. Then he really bulked up. And started playing like jock douchebags. Really? Yeah. And then finally, he ended up playing uh, John something from the Dead Zone, the character John. No way. His name. But yeah, he's the main guy in the show, The Dead Zone, which I was watching on Netflix. It's an alright show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I read that book, The Dead Zone. Yeah. Was it Stephen? Stephen King, right? Mm. It's a Stephen King, I'm pretty sure. You think so? Pretty sure. Like, 90% sure it's a Stephen King. Uh, you think so, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. I'd say within a pretty pretty tight margin of error, it's a Stephen King. Okay, nobody gets to walk away with any of their pride anymore. <laughs> uh, so, let's see. The Dead Zone, Stephen, Stephen King's King. The good. Dead Zone. Ha ha, yeah. yay me! <laughs> Yeah. See, I could have not looked it up, and we could have just stewed in our ignorance, and yeah. I could have pretended that I but was not, right for a while. <laughs> but not with the, <laughs> not with the uh, internet. Not so with the internet. At our no way. Uh uh-uh. uh. So. No, you get you're wrong instantly. Yeah, and I think we have to address the fact that we're doing the rides from inside until we get a new set of microphones. Yeah, we're working on the sound quality. It sucked so bad the last time we were out riding. We decided yeah. to ditch the whole thing. Uh, until we figure it out, which yeah. we will. Which we have. We've actually figured it out. We know the missing piece. Right. And the missing piece is our microphone. So the not. next ride should come to you from the ride from, from the From an actual car. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. It'd be, a, it'd be a stunning change of pace. Yeah. Uh, seriously, change of pace because we'd be moving sure, faster. Sure, we'd be moving faster. Yeah. And, you know, when you move, uh, time... Slows down. Slows down. Yeah. How's that work? Uh, I'm not sure I fully understand it. 
But because when, because but the, it really would happen if you sent a baby out in a rocket ship. Well, they've tested it. They've tested yeah, they, it with they, atomic they, clocks. They put them on airplanes to travel around the world. They come back, and they're missing time. They're slow. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, which means they aged slower than the clock standing still. Oh, that lady uh, right there, that guy, I think. Is that the guy that played Superman? I don't know. Oh, too late now. That's Sean Connery. Yes, it is. Yeah. Sean Connery. And Kevin Costner? What the fuck movie is this? The Word Slinger. That's weird. And it's got that lady from... Uh, is that... Uh, That's Paul Newman. Paul Newman? I don't, you, you have no idea what you're looking at. Stop looking at that. No, but I'm, I'm confused. No, no. Remain confused. <laughs> You can check it out later. I want to see that movie now. Well, if it is one movie. But you don't even know it's anything. There were too many stars it for it to be one movie. It was just on the website. Something's going on. You have no idea what's going on. You're mm. imagining that it's a movie. It has nothing to do with anything. Seriously? Seriously. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you can check it all out later. I'm going to have to do more research. <laughs> I'm going to be looking for a movie with... Uh, what looked like uh, I mean, it's Sean funny. Connery, Kevin Costner, it's and Paul funny Newman. That, it's funny to have a permanent record of you being confused. Yeah. But uh, but not a good podcast does it make. <laughs> All right. I think I see where you're going with this. That's fine. Uh, so what were we talking about before I got distracted? <laughs> uh, Doing the ride. Oh, yeah. we did sol- So we solved the problem. We figured it out. It's the we mics. Did. We're going to get the mics in, and then we'll be... Back, yeah, that'll back be much on the road again. That'll be much better. Yeah. Oh, what we were talking about was how time slows down. Oh, you're... right, 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 right. We were talking about Einstein's theory of relativity. <laughs> and I get destroyed uh, by. Uh, I got distracted by uh, the uh, but, internet banner. But, <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> so Einstein's theory of relativity. Hey, an internet banner. Flashy colors. Uh, Flashy colors. Says words and there's people <laughs> I've seen before in there. <laughs> Yeah, you're like uh, in the glowing box. You're becoming uh, Peter Griffin. Uh, you yeah. just have your own little personal flashbacks when things are going on. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, time slowing down. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. So time actually slows down. That's fucked up. How can it slow down? Uh, things because, are happening at the same because, time. Well. It's because no, time is relative. Time is relative, exactly. Relative to your motion. Relative to your speed as you travel through space. Oh, man. You just blew my mind. Well, think about it. Like, when you, when you hear a train whistle coming toward you, right. higher pitched. When it's going away from you, lower pitched. Right. Okay? Because you're stretching because out the Doppler the effect. Doppler effect. You're sure. stretching out the wave. Well, time has a similar Doppler effect. Interesting. That is a whole new kind of wacky. Uh-huh. Interesting. That's right. Mm. And, and it's interesting because, you know, time is a totally human invention. Sure. You know, time, the way we think of it, the way we use it as a tool, right. doesn't exist in the universe. Right. Time functions entirely differently. Yeah. Than we than we than we perceive it. We perceive it, right? And we're able to use time as a tool right. because, from our perspective and where we're all sort of, you know, given the fact that we're 
you know, all hanging out on the same planet and aren't traveling around all the time at light speed, we would have a whole different concept of time if we were constantly going back and forth at light speed. Right. Time wouldn't mean the same thing to us. Right. We'd, we'd have to have a whole different perception and connotation of how it worked. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know enough about this to continue talking. <laughs> to talk about. I'll have to do some research and get back to you. My daughter is on her way back home. All right. Well, that's uh, that. I think that can also be our cue to to put, wrap this puppy to, to put this baby to bed. Very good. Uh, just like I did my baby right before we started recording again. Now, uh, as you all know, you could probably uh, you should, in fact, you should. Check out the website, www.daily-ride.com. That's right. You can leave your comments. You can leave your comments. I respond to comments. Yeah, you do every time. Uh, yeah, every time. I'm, I'm, you should I be very proud. I try to be very good about that. Well, it, you know, the way I see it is if people take the time Yeah. to get up. Well, they're not getting up. They're probably still sitting on the same sorry ass <laughs> that they were sitting <laughs> that on they a were, moment ago. Yeah. But uh, if people take the time to lift up their arms to their keyboard to type, yeah. and type us a message, I feel that the least I can do is respond. Uh, is respond. Uh, uh, David B. recently commented uh, that he likes the new banner. Yeah. Um, but he thinks the background makes uh, reading text much harder. That's true. Yeah, I've noticed that. I'm actually going to fix that tonight. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm uh, surprised you could read his message at all. Yeah. What with it being totally illegible. Stephen B. thinks I'm bullshitting about someone crapping out the window all the time. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I uh, am not. You're not. I'm not. I ha And I did, I commented back that I would be talking to the source, but the source is a little bit elusive and I haven't been able to get a hold of him. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> He's too busy so, crapping out a window. <laughs> he's too busy with his ass out the window, so yeah. I haven't been able to verify my story yet. Awesome. Uh, and uh, Do they also pee out the window, or how'd that work? Uh, yeah, well, what I think is you got to stick your ass far enough out of the window so that you can tuck your pecker down. Right, and whiz on the side of the building. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Uh -huh. That's what I'm thinking. You'd have to stick your ass fairly far out, like almost to the knees. Yeah. Right. And then you just. I you, mean, that is precarious. Then you just I mean, push your that's like down. that's yeah. like half of your weight is just outside the window. Right, and you're kind of holding <laughs> on. And you're shitting. And, and what you're an embarrassing on. way to die, by the way. Uh, yeah, with your pants down around yeah. your ankles, <laughs> shit covered in shit, shit all over your ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. <laughs> Pee which from means, the side of the building, just it, dripping on which your. Which makes corpse. it all the more. Uh, important that you uh, hang Don't. on tight, <laughs> and so they hang on from the inside with one hand. By the way, because you got to push your pecker down with the other hand, otherwise you're going to be peeing. You potentially can pee inside the window, and right. nobody wants that. No, and uh, especially the guy sleeping underneath and, the window. And you know, meanwhile, it's snowing. Right. You know, so it's kind of cold. Ooh, it's kind of cold. This is and, just getting worse. Yeah. 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 That's the way it was described to me. All right. Uh. And then uh, uh, S. Bouchette said, uh, Jack Welsh, uh, that's my brother, by the way. S. Bouchette, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he said, uh, he mentions that Jack Welsh is the management <laughs> guru that fires the bottom 10% every year. You know, right, you're talking yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got it. 
And he suggested that it might be a little bit bad for morale. <laughs> yeah. Well, he also pointed out that, uh, like, okay, what if your bottom 10% are actually, like, loyal and good employees, and, good and then you fire them to only to hire some shit employee so, that you're going to have to fire at the end of the year anyway? He makes a very good point. Yeah. And, yeah, right, exactly. Um. So, but but I think I think he's right. It may be bad for morale. It reminds me of that uh, story in Candide, where the the uh, commander of the army takes a general aside and just shoots him for no reason <laughs> at all, just to keep the others in line. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so if you do comment, we always make it a point to uh, a read your comments and b respond. Respond. Yeah. Uh, and all that is available to you at no charge at daily-ride.com. Yeah, and also, uh, if there's not a hyphen on your keyboard, right? If all you possess is a dash, that'll work too. You can too. type in www.daily-ride.com. Yep. And uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. Right on. Right on. <laughs>